This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. All right, and Courtney, as uh, we wait for more information on that, set the scene for us at the NATO meeting, uh, especially focused on aid to Ukraine and all these countries working together. So today is a meeting of the Ukraine Defense Contract Contact Group, and what that is is a whole bunch of allies, about 50 of them, that come together every several weeks, and they discuss what Ukraine needs for the current fight and what they can do to provide that. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin chairs these meetings, and you can kind of think of him as like an auctioneer. So they're sitting around this giant room, and he'll say, okay, Ukraine needs ammo. Who's got 155 rounds? Oh, you have them? Well, you know, so-and-so can provide them. Who else can provide tanks? Who can provide air defenses? And, and and they, and they sit there for hours and they figure out what exactly these, con- these countries can provide and when. So the things that we should be looking for out of today's Ukraine contact group are the four A's. The first is uh, air defenses. And that's because Ukraine needs air defense systems for the coming Russian offensive. The hope is that the, air, the airspace over Ukraine has remained contested since the invasion. That means that Russia doesn't own any of the airspace. If Ukraine has effective air defense systems on the ground, they'll be able to keep Russia from taking over any of the skies and the Ukrainians can can effectively um, operate more safely without the, the pretty capable Russian Air, air Force um, in the skies. The second is ammo, ammunition. There will never be enough ammunition for the Ukrainians in this conflict. They are running through tens of thousands of rounds, sometimes in a day. The third, artillery goes back to the ammo as well. They need more and more and more artillery shells for this coming offensive and even for the current fight right now. The fourth one, armor, what we think of as tanks. We already heard from Jan Stoltenberg, the secretary general of NATO, saying that the the Russians are preparing for this next offensive. It it may even be starting. They may be in in the sort of the shaping operations phase of it. Once that begins, Ukraine needs to hold their defensive lines. They need tanks. So think of it as uh, a tank provides them with the with protection from incoming fire, but it also allows them to pack a punch to fire back on the Russians during this offensive. So that's a critical capability. Some of the first Leopard tanks that were pledged in the, in the most recent weeks from European allies are expected to be delivered to Ukraine as, as early as next month. That will be for this offensive. We did hear from Mount Stoltenberg just recently about how Russia is planning this current, this coming offensive and how the world needs to keep um, keep Ukraine, keep helping Ukraine so that they can defend against it. Almost one year since the invasion, President Putin is not preparing for peace. He is launching new offensives. So we must continue to provide Ukraine with what it needs to win. What uh, Russia lacks in quality, they try to compensate in quantity. The training uh, don't have the same level as the Ukrainian forces, but they have more forces. 
uh, and the Russians are willing to send in those forces and, uh, and take a high, high number of casualties. With Russia. Neither NATO nor NATO allies uh, are party to the conflict. Uh, what we do uh, as NATO allies and NATO is to provide support to Ukraine. Uh, Ukraine is defending itself. Uh, we need to understand what this is. This is a war or aggression. Uh, President Putin, uh, Russia, uh, has attacked a sovereign, independent, democratic, free nation in Europe, Ukraine. And of course, Ukraine has the right to defend itself. The right of self-defense is enshrined in the UN Charter. It's a part of international law. And of course, we have the right to help Ukraine uphold uh, their right for self-defense. So NATO and NATO allies are not party to the conflict, but we support Ukraine. When Pilate saw that he could prevail nothing, but that rather a tumult was made, he took water and washed his hands before the multitude, saying, I am innocent of the blood of this just person. See ye to it. Okay. Uh, it's Tuesday, 14 February in the year of our Lord, 2023. It is St. Valentine's Day. We'll get into more of that about St. Valentine in the second hour. Uh, we've got a lot to go through. We could start anywhere. We could start uh, in Ohio. We've got uh, Michael Patrick Leahy. Also, people from Heritage are going to join us later in the show to talk about uh, exactly what was burned off into the air and who gave the order and who had the ability to actually call for this burn. We'll get to that in a moment. we got the great Steve Cortez. We're going to talk capital markets. EJ Antoni from Heritage is also going to walk us through the announcement today on inflation. we got Wendy Rogers from the state capitol in Phoenix about the legislation she's putting forward to make sure that they cannot steal, continue to steal votes and steal elections in the state of Arizona. But we got to start in Ukraine, the, off the overnight, the Russian uh, offensive, where I, I just don't understand where our great intelligence services kind of miss this one. Right, and you heard the you heard the, the the you heard the madness, the little madness of the I think the MSNBC reporter. She's sitting there, and they're talking about. Of course, she had a Freudian slip. She said, "Well, we're here with the contract group. Uh, I mean, the contact group. <laughs> it, it is a con." And then she talks about an auction. Let's go around. Do you have who's got you know who's got shells for Ukraine? Who's got tanks for Ukraine? They're going to the Munich uh, defense conference this week, which is just the arms dealers, the uh, plowshares, and the swords crowd. Uh, that are uh, that are, you know the war profiteers uh, the, the, and they're all you know the, this is where Lindsey Graham goes over and, and he's the king of it. McCain used to be, but so they had, they've got this offensive and they're shelling around Bakhmut in uh, what an eight hundred mile front. Uh, they've got a massive undertaking, which I don't know how the intelligence community missed this uh, because she's talking about right there the fantasy of, oh, we're going to give them the tanks, they're going to be there in a couple of months, and they're going to pivot to a major spring offensive to go liberate Crimea. And, of course, Stoltenberg at the end, NATO, we're not party to the conflict. We are not party to the conflict. And he said it twice. He started and then he ended. We're not party to the conflict. You're only doing targeting. Uh, you're providing all the material, all the training. Uh, the, you, yes, you're, you're correct. The Ukrainians are the ones giving up the blood. Right? We got that part. Uh, and the Ukrainian civilians, you remember that story in the New York Times of the weekend, had the little seven-year-old girl and her mother, the last kind of civilians they could find in Bakhmut. They weren't leaving because they said there's no place to go. All of it looks like the surface of the moon everywhere around that part of Ukraine. Yet you've got the, the Russian army is coming in like they do, and they come in heavy. 
right, with artillery, tanks. Uh, they're throwing, was it, tens of thousands of rounds we reported last night. But I want you to know, NATO, the protectorate, the, it's a United States protectorate. Don't think, the audience, don't think you're off the hook here. You're paying for it. You're underwriting. You know, Trump kind of had to try to get him to step up to the plate to do the thing. But Stoltenberg wants us to know we're not party to the conflict. We're not party to the conflict. Give me that bowl. Let me wash my hands right here. We're not party to the conflict. We're not party to it. This is what you're underwriting. Okay, let's go. We've got a lot to get to. We're going to get back to this. I'm going to get back to with Cortez momentarily. But I've got EJ here. Let's, let's play the cold open for EJ Antonio of Heritage, and then we'll get into the math today about your life, about inflation. Let's hit it. This is just an economy that can't be tamped down. It is a hot economy. What is what's continuing to drive these interest rates even or what's continuing to drive uh, inflation uh, even as interest rates go up? Well, look, you can see uh, the inflation rate. Came, I mean, inflation came down marginally uh, in travel, but only marginally. You saw used cars come down. Housing has actually been surprisingly buoyant. And we continue to talk just about the unemployment picture or the employment picture, which is unemployment sitting at 3.4 percent. Uh, there is a view that if you really were to get down to 2 percent unemployment, you would uh, two, I'm sorry, 2 percent inflation that you'd have you by default have to push unemployment higher, uh, something the order. I mean, there's some people who believe you'd have to get over 4%, maybe even a full percentage point higher than we are today, which would be up to 4.4%. Now, on relative terms, that's actually still remarkably low, uh, you know, historically, but, you know, you could see a lot more job losses to get there. And and, uh, Joe Biden's going to name a top economic advisor today. Who is it? What can you tell us? Uh, Lael Brainerd is the vice chairman uh, at the uh, uh, Federal Reserve. Uh, this is this would be a big move for her. And uh, if you are, are playing sort of the politics of this, it potentially puts her in position to take uh, over uh, the Treasury role potentially in the future. If you believe that Janet Yellen uh, were to planning to step down either during this term or if you believe okay. that uh, President Biden gets us. Yeah. Janet Yellen, Janet Yellen's thinking of stepping down. Remember, she kind of tendered a resignation. They had to hang around for a wait for it, the debt ceiling. They can't get anybody confirmed right now. They know this. Let's go to EJ Antonio. Got Steve Cortez on deck, Michael Patrick Leahy, everybody. EJ, you put out a letter this morning. You're not that impressed. You're not buying the corporate business media. You're not buying Morning Mika's analysis, Andrew Ross Sorkin's analysis of all this, sir. No, not at all. Inflation continues to be a problem. And in fact, we saw in January, the amount of price increases is actually accelerating, not slowing down. On top of that, last quarter's estimates for inflation were revised much higher from about 1.6% to 3.2%, so effectively doubling those rates. Uh, The Federal Reserve, it looks like they've really been premature in taking their foot off the brake here. We've seen financial conditions across the economy continue to loosen week after week for several months now. So we're loosening, not tightening. So far from really wringing out the inflation from the economy, the Federal Reserve is not doing enough. And on top of that, you have this Congress, which continues to overspend. And so long as they do that, they are working at cross purposes to the Fed in terms of bringing down inflation. <laughs> Give me the, uh, you got to go back to the, make sure the audience understands because the audience just lives for inside baseball. Give me the, the oh, they did the old okie doke on us, the 1.6 to the 3.2. Upon further review, it was twice as high. Tell, tell the audience why that, why is that important? 
Well, it's important because if you look at December, for example, the original estimate for December was a tenth of a percent decrease in prices, not increase. And the revisions, in fact, flipped that to show a small increase, not a small decrease. And the reason that's so important is because the Federal Reserve, among others, look at these numbers to see what are prices doing today, not just over the last year. And so it looked like prices actually had stopped rising and, in fact, began falling, which would have been a very welcome sign. But that, it turns out, was not the case. And so, again, inflation is nowhere near uh, as under control as we originally thought it was. The Federal Reserve opened this Pandora's box, and it's going to take a whole hell of a lot more for them to get it closed again. Is it? But but also the legislature has got to step up here. This is the key to the debt ceiling uh, debate, right? The the massive uh, out of control spending, the debt limit, how, how we use that as leverage. You, you agree that that this just can't be the Fed anymore. You're going to have to have some adults step up and say we can't keep throwing gasoline on the fire. Oh, absolutely. And a key reason for that is because the Federal Reserve refuses to do what it should, which is not to strangle the private economy, but the public sector. The Federal Reserve essentially created trillions of dollars for government to spend. And then instead of taking that money back in order to wring this inflation out of the economy, they're going to the American people for their pound of flesh, and they're taking trillions of dollars out of the private sector. And so as long as they have that mentality, the only way it's going to stop is if Congress stops with all this ridiculous spending. EJ, how do people get your note? How do they get to all the work you're doing over Heritage on the numbers? Uh, they can find me at heritage.org, and they can also find me on Twitter at Real EJ Antoni. I want to get the uh, that note and put it out everywhere, Grace and Captain Ben. EJ, thank you very much. We're going to go to thank break. You. We got Steve Cortez. We got Matt, uh, Michael Patrick Leahy about this Ohio situation. Steve, we got 30 seconds. Um, Andrew Ross Sorkin, do you buy the corporate media spin on this number, sir? Of course not. And regarding that, a quick point here. Uh, on what Joe Scarborough said there. This is a quote. He said, what's continuing to drive inflation easy, even as interest rates go up? Uh, note to Scarborough, they are coincident. They're almost perfectly correlated. That's like saying, why is the temperature rising when the sun is shining so brightly? What a moron he is. <laughs> when are we going to rename that show Morning Mika? Start. Stop being misogynist, MSNBC. Let's make the star. Let's put the star's name on it. Morning Joe, brought to you by Morning Mika. How about just Morning Mika? Okay. Steve Cortez, Michael Patrick Leahy, all next in the war room. Despite the U.S. blowing through $31.4 trillion debt ceiling in January, the leftist White House still refuses to reduce spending. While our national leadership has buried their heads in the sand, when it comes to fiscal responsibility, it's time to pull yours out. Think about this. To dig our country out of this mountain of debt, every single taxpayer in America would have to write a check for $247,000, and it's only going to get worse. Now would be a great time to diversify into gold with birch gold. In times of high uncertainty and instability, gold is king. Because it's dependable. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401k into an IRA in precious metals. Here's what you need to do. Text Bannon, that's B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold 
and then talk to one of our precious metals specialists. Protect yourself with gold today by texting Bannon to 989898. That's Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-M, to 989898. With an A-plus rating, with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and countless five-star reviews, you can trust Birch Gold to protect your future. Text Bannon to 989898 today to get your free info kit. Take action. Use your agency. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, cpac.org slash war and 47 bucks off. You get a ticket for under 250 bucks. We need everybody in the Mid-Atlantic area there. We're having a partners meeting. It's going to be live for four days. You get to see all the speakers, including, I know Cortez is going to be excited about this. Nikki, 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 she announced today. I put that up on Getter. We'll play it later. I think I'll play it before Cortez takes off. Nikki Haley uh, announced, put her video out. Um Says she doesn't stand for bullies or something. Some 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 snarky quote to right off right off the bat. We'll get to that. She's going to be there. You know, hey, it's a free country. Want to run? You run, right? Stand and deliver. We, we more the merrier. Jump in. the The water's warm. Let's go for it. CPAC.org slash War Room. Let's get there. You love being part of the live audience. We found that out in Phoenix, and we found that out in Dallas. We're going to do it again for four days. So we want um, to meet everybody, greet everybody, get to know you. Give us your feedback on the show. Uh, give, in fact, give the feedback on the show to all our production team is going to be there. Just tell me the good stuff. Let's go to uh, – so, so Cortez – yeah, uh, we can tell that Mika controls the checkbook. She's not letting Joe have the checkbook. Not not too good right. on the on the understanding the math. But what is your other? Give give me your in the the old okie doke. They're redoing the numbers from the earlier months because they suck, right? But they don't want to put that out at first. You're getting the old okie doke from these people. This is almost as bad. It's, so here's the thing: we got they won't stand up and tell you the truth on Ukraine. Right? Nothing but lies and misrepresentations. Right now they want to wash their hands. The because um, they're not part of the they're not party to the conflict. They're only doing targeting at target acquisition. And the way they get out of it, they give the Ukrainians a menu. You get you can get a steak, you can get a lobster, you can get a hamburger. You take it, but we do all the work. So they're right. going to try to wash their hands of that. They they line on that. The, the space aliens they still st- can't stand up and just tell us, hey, if it's the CCP, we can deal with it. But they got to keep going. Now ah, we're not ruling out aliens, right? Just kind of a misdirection right. play. And then we're right. going to get to in a second in in Ohio in in the te- in the land of the deplorables, you know they're 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 doing controlled burns. They got more phosgene gas in there than the first day of the Psalm in the trenches, right? Is this? Yeah. But nobody knows nothing. It's it's all obfuscation. But tell me about the basic math. This ought to be pretty straightforward to go through, right? Inflation is right. still <laughs> the economy's a burning dumpster fire, is it not, sir? Yes, 100%. Look, we have a an economy that is decelerating, that is really crashing into the ditch. Not my opinion. That is by the numbers. If you look, for example, at PMIs, purchasing managers indices, particularly on manufacturing, well below 50, meaning in recessionary territory right now, extremely low small business optimism. And now today, uh, we got something that nobody likes to start out Valentine's Day, a very unlovable inflation report showing us that inflation remains very stubbornly high, largely because energy prices, as we talked about yesterday on this show, always trying to give you the next day's news, uh, as we talked about yesterday, 
energy prices are remaining incredibly stubbornly high. Energy prices should be coming down given the deceleration of the economy, especially in China, which is the most important global purchaser of energy. But energy prices are not coming down materially. As a matter of fact, they are $30 a barrel higher than they were on the current contract uh, compared to when Joe Biden took office. And so all of that translates into a miserable report today, well above expectation, tells us that the Fed does not have everything under control. And in fact, the Fed in its most recent rate hike, where they decelerated or de-emphasized their rate hikes from 50 basis points, meaning 0.5, they went down to 0.25%, was probably a mistake, Steve, because unfortunately, and I know a lot of folks out there probably don't want to hear this, but the Fed actually probably still needs to be raising very aggressively. Why? Because of all the previous mistakes of the Fed, uh, which is every bit as complicit and blameworthy as the Congress and President Biden are in what has been done to this country regarding the debt. But let me let me show you a chart. If we can pull up, please, chart number two to show you what I'm talking about here in the decline in real wages, because the unfortunate reality is we are now at 22 straight months of declining real wages, meaning your pay adjusted for the cost of, of the goods and services that you need in your life. So that is one year back, that is average hourly earnings. Now, first of all, notice the incredible descent, the decided trend downward right now from the upper left, as you look at it on your screen, to the lower right. Okay, now, now that is not real wages, that's just nominal. That's just average hourly earnings year over year. We are now down to 4.4%. Steve, in normal times, that would actually be a pretty good wage. But this is anything but normal times, because guess what? 4.4% cannot compete with 6.4% top-line inflation. Now, I happen to believe inflation is far hotter than 6.4%, but even if we take the government's numbers on their face, the fact is you are losing 2% every single day you go to work. That is the reality. Yeah, every single the, American but, is getting but, 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 poorer by the day. Poor. That's the macro number. But you look at your thing when you go through the basket of what you what real people have to live on. Right. It's 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 out of control. It's a massive spread. OK, then right. add on the Fed's been too dovish. They did it for politics reasons. Right. right. Now they know they made a mistake again. They're going to have to jack it. You got to add on. You have to add on the uh, the, the, the the monthly loss in <laughs> wages. You got to add on the new interest charge, <laughs> the interest charge for being a citizen of this country. Right. They give you right. another interest charge. This uh, heritage gets to their seventy four hundred bucks and it's going to be higher than that. Is it not Mr. Steve Cortez? Absolutely. Both at the personal level, you know, and I, I think the best example of that is to buy a new car, right? It has never, cars have never been less affordable than they are today in all of American history. It takes more weeks of work for the median worker to buy a median priced new car today in America than has ever been the case in all of our history. Okay. That's the reality. So that's sort of the micro level, the household level. And then when we look at the macro level for the country, and I put this uh, in my chalk talk, which we played on the show yesterday, it's up on my social media. Right now in my chalk talk, I show that we are on track right now for about $700 billion with a B in interest expenses on the federal debt this year. And that we are going to soon within a couple of years, I don't mean decades off, within a couple of years, the, the interest cost on the federal debt is going to be more than what we spend on defense. That is the reality right now because of rising interest rates, but here because- of the of, but, of the Biden inflation and yeah. the debt bomb created yeah. by permanent Washington. 
Here's the dead bomb. You had the great analogy. It's so great. I'm stealing it, right? And I'll give you credit the first time, but then it's mine. <laughs> no, Got the $250,000 per household, per household. It's a second. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, the government took out a second mortgage on your house. $250,000 per household, isn't it? Two fifty, a quarter of yeah, a million right. dollars. That's what we right. owe now. And it's not going to stop. That's what came asking. Give me the plan. Show me the model. Show me right. how this doesn't get worse. Show me. Th- right. th- all you have to ask him is this. Cut the happy talk. Come and give me a war. Pa- just give me. We're, we'll, we'll actually consider it. Just give us the plan on Ukraine. Now that we have the surprise Russian offense, you wouldn't have heard about the Russian offensive, wasn't this show. Now they got it. The winter offensive. You know, the Russians right. know how to fight in winter. Ask Napoleon. Ask the Swedes. Uh, ask uh, ask the, the Wehrmacht. Ask them. They know how to fight. Know how to take a punch and give one back. Right. Particularly during winter. They're good. Okay, mm-hmm. so so you got lies there. We just want to see the model for going forward. Well, tell us what show us what the model is. What, what's the plan? How do you get out? Of, how do you stop adding trillions every year? Now that right. you got now you got you got a trillion dollar loss over the balance sheet of the Fed that they're hiding. Right. You got th- this madness. They won't come forward with anything. Uh, Cortez, hang right there. We're getting much more okay. into this. Let me bring because I'm I'm a get I'm gonna get you something. Get you happy now. Only in the land of the deplorables can this happen. Right. Uh, uh, Michael Patrick Leahy. The problem I got in this Ohio story, you can't get any information because everybody's running and hiding. I don't see um, uh, Alfred E. Buttigieg, the transpost secretary down there. Remember, the the the, uh, the train workers warned us about this a couple of months ago when they were going to have that strike. And Biden said everything's over. The guy said, hey, what they want to do is have nobody in the trains. They're bringing this hazmat all across the country. They want to have a computer and one guy. Right. So Norfolk Southern. And by the way, <laughs> Norfolk Southern, thirty eight billion dollars in assets. A $54 billion market capitalization, that's the stock times the price, right? The shares out times the price. And they gave $25,000, $25,000 and set up an 800 number hotline if you're in East Palestine and have a problem, like your lungs are on fire. Uh, Michael Patrick Leahy, what is going on? Who authorized? Look, derailments happen. You got to get into the bottom. There are like three derailments over the last 48 hours. We got to get to the bottom. Of it. But it's the controlled burn is the issue. Who decided to burn this stuff just out in the atmosphere? Who did it, Leahy? Well, Steve, our reporter in Ohio, Hannah Poling, we have the story as our lead story at the Ohio Star. The incident took place on February 3rd in the evening. Lots of hazardous materials, vinyl chloride among them. That happened on February 3rd. On February 6th, uh, they they were concerned, they say, the, the folks at Norfolk Southern, uh, the railway, uh, they were concerned that there were five carriages that contained vinyl chloride. They were worried it might explode and send up uh, deadly shards of the of the carriage trucks into the air and then down to the ground. So what they executed on February 6 at 3.30 p.m. was a controlled burn. That's what they called it, Steve, a controlled burn. Now, as you know, and you have pressed me on this issue <laughs> Constantly for the past several days, uh, a controlled burn like that uh, must be in compliance with federal law, which means the Environmental Protection Agency. You look at the press, there's no indication that this was authorized or requested by Norfolk Southern of EPA. It probably was, but it's not been reported since February 6. And the consequences of this are dramatic. Vinyl chloride, as you know, when it burns, it turns into hydrochloric acid and phosgene, that's the poison gas they, world, they used in World War I. And since that burn in February 6th, we've had all sorts of reports of, 
of uh, dead fish in the waters, people with headaches, going all the way down to Cincinnati and the Ohio River. Yeah. It is really an environmental disaster. Pete Buttigieg, not said one word about it since. Okay, but also the Republican governor, where's Mike DeWine? You know, he's running around jumping in every photo op you got on everything else. Where is he on the? Hang on for a second. We're going to come back in a second because you got to get to the bottom of this. Who authorized Norfolk? Norfolk Southern can't authorize themselves. They just can't walk in. We're going to do a controlled burn. We think this may be better than the potential of uh, of it blowing up. What other alternatives are looked at? Where's Mike DeWine? Where's the, where's the leadership in Ohio? Where's the leadership in Pennsylvania? Because the stuff's blowing east. Where's Shapiro? Where's Fetterman? Where's the cyborg? Friends, you have to be blind not to see what's going on around the world. We're facing worldwide chaos on a whole new level. And it could all hit home really quickly in the form of food shortages, not to mention sky-high prices for basic groceries. That's why so many people are stocking up on emergency food right now. This food stays fresh in long-term storage, so it's ready when you need it. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest preparedness company. And right now, they're knocking 200 bucks off their three-month emergency food kit. That's $200. Just go to preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com to get this kit. Your kit comes packed with delicious breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks. Enough to feed one person for three solid months. Be sure to get one kit per person in your family so you don't run out. You'll save $200 per kit by going to preparewithbannon.com, preparewithbannon.com. My Patriot Supply wants to make it affordable for you to protect your family. So don't delay. You get free shipping also. Go to preparewithbannon.com, preparewithbannon.com. Take action. Do it today. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Sleep the sleep of the just. You're not going to get a lot of hours of sleep, so it needs to be super quality, not good quality. Sleep the sleep of the just. You sleep it on a MyPillow product. Go to MyPillow.com, promo code WORM, MyPillow 2.0. People, our crew is raving about it. I don't give them a lot of time to sleep. They're up all hours of the night, as you can tell if you follow us on Getter, right? Getting the show, putting the show together, the cold opens, working with a great team in Denver. But the time they get to sleep is quality. Why? The new MyPillow 2.0, they're raving about it. Okay, Mike Lindell's got the big commercials coming out, but he gave us a he-, he gave us the lead on this. MyPillow 2.0, you get it by going to MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM, the best pillow ever made. It will change your sleep life. And if you get better sleep, everything seems a little better, right? Okay, MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM. Leahy, here's, here's the problem I got. The, the wind's blowing east, and Shapiro, who, he's another guy. You know, he's in front of every mic in the world every time, except when they're riding in Philadelphia after they, you know, had the worst call in NFL history uh, on the Super Bowl. And, hey, and I was pulling for the Chiefs because um, you don't bet against Mahomes. Um, he, he said nothing on this. You got, you got the air. It's easterly wind. It's all blowing over Pennsylvania because it's right in the Pennsylvania-Ohio border, 50 miles outside of Pittsburgh. You got the Ohio River, right? People are saying about the difference. But here's the thing. We're paying $6 trillion a year. You got EPA, and they're in everybody's backyard to say, hey, if you got a creek, uh, you know, we're going to, we're going to, you know, you got 50 regulations to uh, put a garden up next to a creek, right? But here you got a big problem, and nobody, no Pete Buttigieg, right? And, and, and talk about the derailments. You know, our great Secretary of Transpo 
you got Mike DeWine helicoptered in for a quick uh, photo op and then got the hell out of there. Who, who authorized – Norfolk Southern doesn't have the right to make a decision to do a controlled burn on a, ha- on a hazardous material, to put up a much phosgene. People got to remember they had treaties after World War I. The gas they put in the trenches was so anti-human, they decided to, hey, maybe we got to outlaw that in war. As bad as war is, we got to outlaw that. Right. This chemical weapons are out of control. So you got a company that that doesn't control burn that creates that very gas that was banned after World War One because they had so many casualties and so many people messed up for the rest of their lives. So they may have executed it. Where's the EPA? And by the way, the way to stop these all these rumors going around about dead fish is have the EPA start doing some checkings. Here's the thing. Nobody after paying for all this crap and having them in your life on every time you turn around. When there's something they actually ought to be involved with, they all disappear. Michael Patrick Leahy. Well, first, actually, the state of Ohio EPA has reported that the runoff has had a negative effect on Sulphur Run, Leslie Run, and all the way down to the Ohio River. That came on February 10th. But back to your key question, that uh, Norfolk Southern did not have the authority on its own to uh, issue the order or the controlled burn on February 6th. That is is true, Steve, but no one from Norfolk Southern has stated publicly who gave him that authorization, and nobody from the EPA or the National Transportation Safety Board or from the Department of Transportation has made any public statement saying, yes, we received the request from Norfolk Southern to do a controlled burn, and we authorized it. Mike DeWine, by the way, they opened the schools yesterday, right? They keep the schools closed for a year because of the pandemic, because the teachers are too lazy to want to go to school. So they close the schools for a year for the pandemic. But, you know, four days after they do, do this burn, right, that looks like a nuclear weapon went off. Um, in fact, the guy says, hey, they just nuked. Uh, they just nuked East Palestine so they could open up the track. Uh, the kids are back in school. Like, who's on top of things in Ohio? Ohio's a MAGA state. These are the and the western part of Pennsylvania is all MAGA. So this is MAGA territory. I know it has nothing to do with the fact that these are working class people that nobody gives a damn, right? I know that's totally unrelated. If this was in the Hamptons, right, or, or if this if this if this train was going through, uh, you know, outside of uh, Michigan, where the where the, outside of Detroit, where all the uh, all the high you know the high ups from Ford and General Motors live, right? If it was going through, uh, in in you know, and next to Pittsburgh, where the uh, where Oakmont Country Club is, right? All these nice areas out in Shinnecock. There's nice areas. I'm sure we get the same, you know, oh, we don't know anything, right? Nobody's around. Why are the why are the Republicans in Ohio not on top of this? I can't – we've been trying to get straight answers from people, and nobody knows nothing. It's like, what, East Palestine? Where is that? Is that, isn't that in Pennsylvania? What is going on in yeah. Ohio, sir? Well, you know, Governor Mike DeWine, who won re-election there, Um, As far as we can tell, we have sources in East Palestine that tell us uh, on February 8th, when he held the press conference uh, in East Palestine, uh, he took a helicopter there, was there for 45 minutes, helicoptered back and really hasn't been very hands on uh, since. Now, interestingly enough, you saw on February 8th, a reporter from News Nation was arrested for being too loud at that press conference. Um, That's the kind of lack of transparency that we're seeing from uh, the governor of Ohio right now in this incident. Okay, I know you're on top of it. We have other people on top of it, too, but you can't get a straight answer. You can't. It should be very simple. It should be very simple. Who authorized Norfolk Southern to do the control burn? 
right? Who at the federal, who at the EPA was involved, uh, you know, we're spending trillions, they're in your business. The administrative state, they want to run your lives until it gets dicey. Then they're like punches pot. They want to wash their hands. We don't know anything. Did something happen there? It's quite interesting. That's very interesting. We ought to check into it. We need when to we find, find out, out who authorized this. When we find out, Steve, you and the posse will be the first to know. Thank you, Michael Patrick Leahy. We'll get you on, you guys on anytime over at the Ohio Star. Thank you, sir. Great to be with you, Steve. Cortez, I know we got other stuff to cover. Colonel Rogers is going. To, we're trying to get her up in the state capitol in Phoenix here in a moment. Um, but this, this, I'm sure, sir, you would agree. This has nothing to do with it to be East Palestine being like uh, a, a the capital of the deplorables in Eastern Ohio, right? This has nothing to do with it being working class folks. Why they're getting yeah. such? Why they're getting such tender loving care? Tender loving right. care by 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 the government. You know, Steve, uh, it would be a surprise to the ruling class, particularly folks in media, uh, but whether you're talking about lobbyists or corporate CEOs, it would be a surprise to the ruling class to learn that there's an enormous country in the United States between Brooklyn and Brentwood. Uh, They don't think so, but there is. And that country, uh, that middle America, the working class people of this country, they have, of course, been disregarded and disrespected in so many ways over the year. And now we see it in a very acute way in Ohio. Uh, I am glad to say, by the way, though, that one Ohio politician, one leader is standing up for them, and that's J.D. Vance. He was on Tucker Carlson's show last night talking about this exact issue. He is demanding answers. And he's saying that even he, as the as the sitting senator from Ohio so far, has been unable to get satisfactory answers from the federal government, from the EPA, regarding this catastrophe. And he also pointed out quite rightly that perhaps one reason that the EPA is so incompetent in this case, among others, is that it's focused on ridiculous canards like so-called racial uh, environmental justice, rather than actually protecting the water and ground and skies of the United States, which it is supposed to do, much like the military is totally lost focus and has uh, become consumed at the highest level levels of the brass, unfortunately, with a social justice warrior agenda rather than being actual lethal warriors defending the United States. Same kind of phenomenon going on, unfortunately, with the EPA. Uh, But I do uh, believe that Vance is going to continue uh, to be maybe the lone voice among significant Ohio leaders in in advocating for these good people uh, and making sure that we get the answers we need and that those people are safe in their homes and in their schools. You know, he's made a statement, he put a statement yesterday I think, on Twitter or something like that, but people should know he, for a couple of days, and he, he's, he's a very dialed in guy and a very smart guy. Steve, he tried to get answers and he got, yeah. he got basically, I don't know, uh, did something happen there? I mean, it's actually shocking right. how they're trying to suppress the information on this. I got I want to go to the Max Baucus and the Hunter Biden thing in a second and the CCP, but I got to ask you, um, how dumb does the ruling class think we are? I mean, this whole thing in Ukraine is now spinning totally out of control. And, right. and, and, and Stoltenberg has stood up there and say, we're not party to this. What are you talking right. about? They're fighting. We're giving them a few. We're giving them a few. They didn't even say weapons. I think he said support. We're giving them a little support, a little support. Right. But we have no, this is not between Russia and NATO. At the same time, you got Kirby, who's a smart guy. And, the, and they will, now you got the, I got a story up there. The Democrats even going crazy. They haven't given anybody any briefing. See, here's what you have to do. You have to put these people on the record. That's what I keep saying. Show us the model. Come and give the War Powers Act. Come and give a briefing to the House. You got to get them and force them into a thing that they actually got to present. And then it's right. on the record. Okay. That's what you said. Okay. This is why we got to get them up there. But how dumb 
do they think we are on this on the Ukraine situation when they're doing yeah. the UFO pivot on us? Steve, uh, you know they think we're morons, okay? Um, except we're not, and deplorables certainly are not. Some of the more, some of the deplorables may not have credentials. I think credentials are vastly overrated, uh, particularly in today's society. Uh, but what they do have is common sense. They do have lived experience. They have morals and principles and patriotism. And let me give you a specific example, though. Um, you know of how much how disrespectful the ruling class is to the intelligence of regular people. JP, and particularly regarding Ukraine. J.P. Morgan, this amazes me, right, that they're, that they're flaunting this, that they're putting us this in our face. J.P. Morgan just sent a team of high-level executives to Ukraine to negotiate and sign a deal with Zelensky to meet with him. All this reported by Fox Business, at least that's the first place I saw it. Um, and they are going to, they are starting a 20 to $30 billion fund to rebuild Ukraine. So for anyone out there who wonders, why does there seem to be unanimity among the ruling class folks, among media mavens, among corporate CEOs? Why is there such unanimity, such a clamor for war of intervention and escalation for the United States? Well, follow the money, okay? Follow JP Morgan. Look what the most powerful financier in America, Jamie Dimon, is doing. This is the reality. American taxpayers are paying to break Ukraine and we will then pay to repair Ukraine. Does it benefit America? Does either uh, of those scenarios benefit the American taxpayer? Does it benefit our security? No, it does not. But it sure is going to benefit people like or organizations like BlackRock yeah. and organizations like J.P. Morgan. And here's the point, though, Steve. To your point, they're doing it in our face. They don't even care that we know. That's the reality. That's how <laughs> smug they've gotten about it. It's, it's so terrible. It, it, this audience, okay, I'm going to put you in the middle of this story. Because to continue on in that story, the J, you know, Jamie Dimon and they had just announced a $30 billion deal to rebuild Ukraine. Uh, they're talking about it. And you go down about the 10th paragraph. He then went to JP Morgan, then visited the offices of McCarthy for the simple reasons to say, we got to smooth out, you know, the, these Republican uh, insurgents, these Republican rebels, these Republicans that are saying no money to Ukraine. You got to take care of that. Right. Because we got to continue on. We got to continue on the grift. I mean, actually down in the buried lead was he went to McCarthy and said, I I'm getting kind of concerned. You've got these people. Hey, how about this? No money whatsoever. If Stoltenberg right. said we're not a party to it. Hey, let's not be a party to it. No money whatsoever. Force Biden to come to the floor of the House. Have him bring up War Powers Resolution where he walks. In. Isn't that what we need right now, Steve? We need Amen. we need to know what they intend to do on the economy, what they intend to do Ukraine. We're not asking this is is that out of the order just to say first off, the Constitution demands it. The con right. I want to know all the constitutional conservatives in the House, you know, it's the Constitution. Where are you? And hey, I think you take the War Powers Act to the Supreme Court. Go do it. But let's right. we got what we got. The War Powers Resolution doesn't enforce Biden to come forward and let us know exactly what in this madness that we're trying to accomplish, sir. Right. Listen, we are already effectively at war with Russia. Let's just be honest about the situation, okay? Uh, but it, it is it is possible right now that we are on the precipice of an all-out war uh, that th that threatens perhaps even a nuclear war. So it's an incredibly dangerous time. And if Ukraine actually matters even half as much as the ruling class wants us to believe, uh, as President Biden wants us to believe, if it matters even half that much, then it is incumbent and imperative upon them to make the case to the American people, do it via the Congress, get at least a resolution, if not a declaration of war.
Okay, Steve, hang on one second, because we've got to pivot and talk about the real existential threat and how the ruling class, the reason we're not focused on the CCP 24-7 in Washington, D.C., is the money that they're giving everybody. Everybody's making money, except you, the audience. Next, in the war room. In Joe Biden's America, criminals are exalted and the police are condemned. Sad to say, but you need to be prepared and properly trained to defend yourself and to defend your family. Thankfully, there's iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range. And with inflation causing the price of ammo to skyrocket, you save a ton of money. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. iTarget will help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to iTargetPro.com right now and save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. All one word. This makes a great gift for Father's Day and is less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter itargetpro.com. That's itargetpro.com. Offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. Arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, Cortez, uh, tee this up for me. What, what are we about to hear? There's a Politico uh, podcast. Uh, on something yes. they've been following. Who, whose voice are we about to hear now? Because we, don't, we have footage of the article. I'm going to put it up. But it's about a minute or so. Yes. Well, who, who are we listening to? Max Baucus of Montana. He was a six-term Democrat senator from Montana. He was then the U.S. ambassador to China. And I think he is really, in many ways, the personification of the sellout of the U.S. ruling class to China. And just as we can talk more about him after the clip, but a quick preface, when he was done being U.S. ambassador to China, where he completely went native, completely bought into the prerogatives of the CCP, he then joined the board of Alibaba, which is essentially the Chinese Amazon. He then parlayed that board seat into a very lucrative career as an advocate and consultant for both Chinese companies as well as for U.S. companies looking to do business in China. He has become rich because of his experiences there. He does not at all represent the interests of the people of Montana, nor the people of the United States. This interview was in Politico, and Steve, I was listening to it as I was uh, taking an, a walk, getting my steps in, walking over a bridge, and I, I was so angry that I almost threw my phone in the Tennessee River listening to this sellout, this charlatan, defend the principles and the prerogatives of the CCP rather than the United States. No, the people in Montana ought to just be disgusted by this. Let's go and play the audio, and then we'll come back to Cortez. 
no legislative jurisdiction. It does have subpoena power. Now, that could get dicey because if it starts to subpoena people that cause a lot of attention, national attention, it could be negative. It could be positive, but it just depends on how Chairman Gallagher handles that ability to have subpoena power. But it's, I'm a little concerned. It's not off to a good start. McCarthy set it up in the House. Republicans tend to be more anti-China even than the House Democrats. They're both anti-China. And I think if Joe Biden runs again, the House Republicans in that committee are going to look for ways to try to embarrass Joe Biden on China. Some suggest that the PLA just thought of this idea. PLA is pretty independent of other ministries in China. One theory is they thought of this idea, send the balloon over, and did not form the Ministry of Foreign I, Affairs. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't listen anymore. It's, it's, it's all like, no, the PLA is not independent of the CCP. And by right. the way, it's not China, it's the CCP. It goes on and on. He's got connections with, with Hunter Biden. He's trying to run yeah. interference for it. it. It gets no more disgusting than, than this, does it, Cortez? No, listen, that, that's exactly correct. And regarding Hunter Biden, because I think it's important, let's please uh, show this quote, if we can go to, to chart number one, slide number one. This shows, and this is new reporting uh, just out today from the Hunter Biden laptop, which just continues to be a uh, a font of information on the corruption, not just of the Biden cartel, that's of course most critically important because he's in the Oval Office, but really uh, on the entirety of permanent Washington, including Max Baucus. And here's what Hunter Biden wrote about Max Baucus. He said on, on Baucus, and he was writing to his business partner because they had a dirty money deal with Bohai Harvest, with BHR for billions of dollars um, for a job that they had no credentials uh, to, to, to fulfill uh, other than being Joe Biden's son. On Bacchus, we have a very, very good relationship. I can ask for anything we need. That's what he said. I can ask for anything we need. When Bacchus, when his father was the vice president of the United States and when Bacchus was the sitting U.S. ambassador to China. And again, this is always important, Steve. I think anytime we talk about the laptop from hell, anytime we talk about Hunter Biden, it's not Hunter I'm concerned with here. I think he was clearly committing crimes. I think he's clearly at the least guilty of FARA violations for an Agent Registration Act. But it's it, that's not very important to the U.S. What is really important to the U.S., critically important to the U.S., is the big guy, is the 10% for the big guy. And we know that Joe Biden's the big guy, by the way, not just based on common sense, which is evident enough, but we know it because of the highly credible and detailed testimony of Tony Bobolinsky. We know that. We know that he's the big guy. So 10% of this dirty money deal with Chinese CCP entity BHR um, and helping solidify and advance this deal, none other than Max Baucus. The person that Politico now interviews as a supposed China expert, somebody who supposedly has wisdom for the United States. No, the reality is the Biden family, the Biden cartel was totally compromised by the CCP. And Joe Biden sold out our country in a treasonous way for money. That's the reality to the most dangerous enemy that the United States has in the entire world. In addition to that, as we can yeah, go ahead. No, go, go, go ahead. Finish it. I In addition you, to I that, Max Baucus, again, I, I really think he's the worst example, but he's hardly the only example yeah. of how the elites no. of this country have been totally co-opted by the Chinese Communist Party. This is unprecedented in American history. Never before has an enemy of the United States, not the USSR, not Nazi Germany, not Imperial Japan, never has an enemy been able to penetrate the elites of the United States. This is totally unprecedented, and it's one of the reasons why this is such a uniquely dangerous moment. And Max Baucus, unfortunately, is a great example, maybe the most crystallized example of that reality. 
Uh, the the author of the Thucydides Trap, Graham Allison, came and I walked through. He had the book Dest- Destined for War, talked about the 14 times, you know, the rising power, declining power. I said, is there ever an example where the declining powers elites made more money on the way down than they made on the way up with the enemy? And he's like, I said, you ought to look at that one because that's what we have here. Max Balk is going to be rolled out. That's why Politico rolled him out. He's going to be rolled out as a font of all wisdom in the coming weeks ahead as the Hawks and the Super Hawks, because we don't believe the CCP is the legitimate government of the Lao Beijing, and they have to go, and they could go in 100 days without a kinetic war if we got focus. Uh, Cortez, how, what, are your, what are your coordinates? How do people get to you? Yeah, please find me on the Twitter. I am at Cortez Steve Cortez with an S, and please see my, uh, my most recent chalk talk, very relevant to today's inflation data. Thank you, brother. Uh, we'll get it all up and push it out. Get that chalk talk up. Uh, we got. Uh, let's bring in Colonel Wendy. Ro- Colonel Rogers, can we hold you through the break? We know you got a hearing. It's about to start. Are, are you eligible to hold through the break, or can we get you afterwards? Uh, very briefly, and then I'm tied up all day. Okay, we got Colonel Wendy Rogers from the state capitol in Phoenix, Arizona, and she's got breaking news about her committee. A lot going on today is going to be submitted. We're going to take a short commercial break. Ninety seconds. We're going to come right back to Phoenix and Colonel Wendy Rogers, who's dropping the hammer on the uh, the crimes uh, that were committed, right, in stealing the election in 2020 and 2022. All of it. Colonel Wendy Rogers, United States Air Force retired, joins us after a 90-second break. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOM Health, all one word, WARROOMHealth.com. Go there today. 
You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.